they say that, and they say yeah, and they say that. Won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making them. My folks locked down. I never went nowhere. What they say in loot is back. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it loot a yak. And I'm on this foolish track. So I spit my foolish flow. My hands go up and down like strippers' booties go. My verses still be serving. Type like a million versions. Last time on a college remix. Now I'm on the original version. Can't never count me out. Y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in. Anyway, 
Welcome to the show, y'all. I'm glad you can join me today. Hey, we got some good stuff we're going to talk about, man. We really, really do. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about um, last Sunday, the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about and DeSantis, nonsense. We're going to Fred Abbott in Texas, his nonsense he had going on. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the, the uh, shooting in Memphis. Well, not the shooting, the, the beatdown in Memphis, I guess you can say. We're going to And, of course, we're going to go back and we're going to cover some last show that I said I was going to check out. Because, yeah, unless I looked at it myself. And uh, we're going to play you a little snippet from that at the end of the show and um, talk a little bit about Joe Biden, what he said about nuclear American citizens. That's what the people say. But anyway... Other than that, that's what we're going to be doing. But welcome to the show, man. I'm glad you can join us. We're going to have us some fun today. A uh, little laugh, a little seriousness, a uh, little silliness. And, hey, we just going to have a good time. All right. But before we do all that, my co-host, P, will also be here in a little while. Um, yeah, she's running a little late, but I, she'll get here, too. She always has some very interesting points of view on things. You know, that's one thing I love about my co-host. My co-host, we don't agree on everything. We agree on, i say about 25% of the things we talk about on the show uh, because her points of view are totally different and mine are different, which makes it great. Hey, but we work around it and um, people you have conversations with. But before we go any further, let me go on and tell you how you can be a part of the show. Give me a call. That's all. Get your little earbuds in or what have you. Just give me a call. 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. And if you want to comment on something we're talking about, one thing you do is press the number one. I see the little hand go up, and um, I'll get you into the show. The other way is our chat room is open, and uh, you can log in the chat room. We can have a conversation there as well. I don't think you have to do is just type in www.blog, B-L-O-G, talk, radio, slash Mr. Talk. Okay. Email. You can always email me before, after, during the show. Eric Letts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. All right. So those are all the ways you can hang out with me today and um, let me know what's on your mind and what you think about some of the things we're talking about. And, hey. Quite honestly, if you got something else you want to talk about, that's pretty much within the realm of the topics that we are discussing today. Bring it forth. Bring it forth because we're going to have us some fun. We're going to sip on a little hooch. We're going to smoke a little weenie. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to have a conversation. So I hope you enjoy. You're going to enjoy yourself today. And um, so get comfortable. And we got one more song to play for you. And then we're going to come back and we're going to get started. So. Go on and get up, go to the bathroom, go get you a drink, go do whatever you got to do, because when we come back, we're going to be rocking and rolling, baby. All right, see y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy the music. Thank you. 
All right, y'all only getting one song today. Y'all just getting one song today. And actually, the songs aren't for you. The music aren't for you. isn't for you. The music is for me to get me pumped up. And if it gets you pumped up at the same time, that's a plus. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the host, Mr. Talk. You're listening to Mr. Talk. And, um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. And uh, we're not going to rush it. We're going to take our time. Well, we're going to try and take our time. And we're going to try and stay on topic for the most part. Because those that normally listen to the show, you know, we get started talking one way and all of a sudden the conversation goes in a totally different direction. I don't well, I know why. But uh, <laughs> sometimes it's way out there in left field. You have to kind of reel it back in. But hopefully we stay pretty much in, in, in the ballpark on the conversations today. We have some great interaction. Once again, if you want to be a part of the show, just give me a call at 347-838-8622. Email gmail.com and the chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah. So, and as I mentioned before, we're waiting on my co-host to get here, P. Ross, but until she does, you know, because, hey, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Pete Ross is the big word person, okay? <laughs> she got all the degrees. She has all the degrees. You know, I just got a little eighth grade, seventh grade education. So I be trying. I be struggling sometimes. But we're going to make it through the day whether she shows up or not. <laughs> yeah. So y'all know sometimes I just make myself laugh. I really do. All right. So anyway, you know, <laughs> let's get to talking about some things. Um, yeah, man, you know, I was going over my, because every now and then you need to go over your contracts or your, your, your things, what you be looking at, especially with this show here, because I've been doing it seems like forever. And I just happened to look to see where my anniversary was when I did my first show. And would y'all believe it was in 2012? I did my first show April 24th, 2012. I couldn't believe it's been that long. Man, just been doing it. Yeah, when I started off, we was doing five days a week. Yeah, but what I realized five days a week, if you're just doing it yourself, that's a lot of work, man. That's a lot of work. And plus, you just can't get the quality of stuff out that you shows, you know, done you you like because you give, you give yourself no time to research. So that's why we back to one day a week now on Thursdays, every Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central. 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, as you can see, you get a little bit of music, get a little bit of information, get a little funny, funny, and uh, we just have a good time here. (laughs) We do. So that's what we do, and that's where we are, okay? So with all that being said, um, let's talk about what went on this weekend. Uh, The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl went on this weekend, and, you know, that's like, an unspoken national holiday in this country. It really is. It's like the World Cup around the world. But for us, it happens every year. The Super Bowl. And, man, it was a, it was a good game. I, did, I, I must admit, I did not watch the whole game while I was being played live. Because, yeah. But I did go back and watch, and it was a good game. I must admit, it was very, very tense for some time. But uh, yeah, and, and it was a good game. It it really was. 
Yeah, and I did the halftime show live up to to the big hype or whatever. Not really. Not really. But was it as bad as some people made it out to be? Not really. Just depending on your your point of view on um, Rihanna and her music. And, you know, the pregame festivities, whoa, man, people really came out to start talking about their pregame festivities, you know, the singing of the Black National Anthem, lift every voice and sing. Uh, Man, and that's why I get the title of the show from always, there's always something. There's always somebody out there looking to put a negative vibe on everything, not just some things, on everything. And this past Sunday was a prime example of knuckleheads doing that. For those that may be new to listening to the show, or for those old school ones that, you know, you've been around long, y'all, we don't do no cussing on this show, so we don't get with the language, all right? So if you should happen to call in and you know, that's one thing we don't we don't do. Uh, we try and limit the cussing because I feel you can't have a conversation if you're doing a lot of cussing. Or, I'm sorry, let me use the, the correct terminology. If you're using a lot of profanity, this is not a productive way to have a conversation. You're not Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. All right? You're a human being living in the regular world, talking to regular people. And we just don't want to hear that. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't talk like it, so I, I expect everybody else to have a regular adult type conversation. I really, because I really do feel that you know the use of profanity, every other word is counterproductive. Even if you are making a great point, a great point, you know, using profanity would just drive you drive me cuckoo anyway and it takes the onus off of what you're saying uh point you're trying to make to just the words you're using okay so that's why i choose i choose on this show not to use profanity okay so i'm just putting it out there yes i have been accused of trying to censor the internet well when you start paying for the show, you can tell me what you what you I can and can't say. But until that time, I get to make the rules. Okay. Um, another thing is the rules as far as there would be no. Uh, uh, what what how am I going to say this? There would be no no degrading callers. You know, if you call in, y'all get in a conversation. Now nah, we're not going to have you going back and forth degrading each other. That's not what it's about. Okay. That's that's not what that's not what we do here. Now, there are other shows out there that you can do that. Feel free. Feel free. But on this show, no, that's not happening. Okay? Now, I have that all out the way. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. Um, the festivities. You know, as I was saying, there's always someone that's going to have a problem with the simplest thing. I mean, the simplest thing. And one of the... <laughs> One of the biggest things somebody they had a problem with was lift every voice and sing being sung on the field before the you know the national anthem, and there was a big outcry about that man mainly from um, how the right side 
those conservative talking heads that just wants to get up there and say some of the dumbest things before, you know, really thinking about what they're about to say. And without even knowing the history of what they're talking about, that's the other thing, man. If you're going to get out there and talk about some things, know the history. Know what the heck you're talking about, at least a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? Just a little bit. Don't just get out there throwing stuff out, out and, and willy-nilly and thinking you're making such a great, great point because you're not. You're looking like the idiot that you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I mean, man, just complain about everything that's really nothing, nothing, nothing. Now, as I said before, they had a problem. You know, let me let me give you some names here. You know, because like like Pianki said, when you say they and we and all that, you have to be specific these days. As is, who are they? Who are we? You know, who are they? You know, that's one thing we, we say a lot. Well, they say it. Well, who the heck is they? You know, let, let's narrow it down here. Let's be a little bit more specific. Give me some names to go with the they. So I can go and check it out myself. Don't just throw no anonymous they out there, and I don't know who the heck you're talking about because I can't put no credence whether you're telling me the truth or not unless I go and look at it myself. Um, this guy named P.J. Pearson. Yeah. And he tweeted that um, the national anthem is for every American. What's the purpose of a black one? Super Bowl Sunday should unite America, not divide it by race. It's not the 1960s. Now, that's that's one person, P.J. Pearson. And he's this little conservative 21-year-old black child. And, um, yeah, he has, you know, a show out there, the podcast. You know, everybody doing podcasts now. So, yeah, he has a little podcast, his little following. And, you know, he supports the little the little um, black children and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, um, he's the executive director of Teams for Trump, the executive director of Young Georgians in Government. Okay, so that's it. That's his background a little bit right there. And you know the, the thing about 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 that is, do they know the history of of these of, of the song "Lift Every Voice and Sing"? Do they have any idea? Do they realize? Do they truly realize that the national anthem wasn't the national anthem until you know by law? Now let me get this right. By law, that's when. Star Spangled Banner became the official the official national anthem of this country, the United States of America. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Now, Herbert Hoover, was it Herbert Hoover? Let's see. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Now, in 1916, Woodrow Wilson, it was Woodrow Wilson signed an executive order, you know, to make the Star Spangled Banner the national anthem. However, it wasn't until 1931 where it became official, official, that it was the national anthem for this country. Okay? Now, (laughs) the interesting thing about that is Lift Their Voices Sing, which, you know, is officially, unofficially the black national anthem, as they like to say, has been being played 
before the national anthem for a long time. If you have ever attended any HBCU games or black events, normally that song is played, you know, during before the event. And during the pandemic, uh, when everybody was playing these sporting events in the bubble and uh, BLM movements and stuff, the song was being played before events. So for them to have a big issue with it now, it it, it, it makes no sense. It really doesn't, especially especially um, that the song was actually written in 1900. The song was actually written in 1900. Yeah. Yep, by a group of 500 children celebrating the anniversary of the birth of President Lincoln. All right. Now, <laughs> you know, when you say celebrating the birth of President you know, because at that time, everybody, you know, hailed uh, um, Lincoln as this big savior of black folk, and he freed the slaves. You know, that's before we realized that, yeah, that's a bunch of bull hockey. <laughs> yeah. And I, I saw one, one response to, to um, P.J. Pearson post was, yeah, and he was a Republican. Once again, if you don't know your history, shut the heck up, all right? And we've said this. We've uh, read you uh, um, statistics and everything. During that time period in this country, most the majority of the black people, even though they couldn't vote at the time, for the most part, were Republicans. The dynamic did not switch over until the late 50s, 60s. That's when it started switching over to blacks becoming Democrats and whites doing the Republican thing. But uh, early on in this country's development, it was switched the other way. Hey, write it down. Go and check it out. I know some of y'all got your phone out checking. Yeah, go and check it out. So once again, that's a mute point that, oh, he was a Republican. That doesn't matter what he was. It doesn't matter at all what he was and in 1919 the NAACP adopted lift every voice and sing as its official song in 1919 so why are you complaining about, about it being sung now just idiots man idiots yeah I'm calling them like they are today I don't care and um, let's see, here's another one, Lauren Bulbert. America only has one national anthem. Why is the NFL trying to divide us by playing multiple by playing multiple anthems? Do football, not wokeness. And see, here's another thing. If you notice, every time they throw something out there, they have to include their, their now key term, wokeness. Wokeness. You know, wokeness. Well... I was thinking about this last night about what, you know, my monologue before I came on the show, how I was going to present this. Then I thought about it. You know, they keep crying wokeness, but you know what it is? They're practicing, practicing scared, being scared, because they're scared. They're being scared. Because what is beginning to come out is a lot of the things that we were taught, indoctrinated with, propagandized with, we're finding out it's a lie. It's a lie. And that scares the heck out of them. 
We also found out they're a bunch of butchers. Well, the majority of us knew that anyway. They're a bunch of bullcrappers anyway. But anyway, then we had, of course, the, the glamour girl, Marjorie Taylor Green. She said, Chris Stapleton just sang the most beautiful national anthem at the Super Bowl. Could have gone without the rest of the wokeness. There go that key word again. I've often said on the show that uh, when you you start talking politics, when you start talking um, people against certain things, pay attention to the wording because they're always key words. No matter who's speaking for that side, they are going to use. And the right or the conservative side or the Republican side is wokeness, being woke. They're afraid of you being woke. Now, your definition of woke is what? Mm-hmm. Being aware, finally coming around and realizing the craziness that's going on. <laughs> and it scares them. It really does. Now, the interesting thing about her making that that um statement was Chris Stapleton, who she just gave all this wonderful praise to, was one of the big supporters of Black Lives Movement. Yeah, he supported it. So he supported the wokeness, as she said. See, once again, as I say, before you put stuff out there, you need to figure out, you need to find out what's really the real deal. It's okay for him to do it, even though he, 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 <laughs> even though he supports or he loves he loves this, the national anthem. He sang such a beautiful rendition of it, let them say, because I didn't hear him sing it. Um, but then say, well, they should have left the rest of the wokeness out of there. In other words, they shouldn't have had the uh, black national anthem song. But here's a guy usually gave all his praises that supports all of that. Once again, makes you look very, very dumb. <laughs> it really does make you look very, very dumb. Um, and then, of course, you had the halftime show, Rihanna. Um, as I said before, it was okay. It, it, it was okay. You know, it didn't blow me away. Um, I didn't, you know, one way or another. <laughs> However, you know, some of them dang on people again, they decided they were going to go ahead and, and, and and throw their little hands in the pot and find something wrong with it. This little guy named Ben Shapiro. All right. He's a little guy that, that um has his little show on the Daily Wire. And, you know, he is a little young in as well. And he, you know, says little crazy things. And um Oh Lord have mercy. This cat here, he he went um um he went on to talk about that Rihanna didn't have any octaves. Her octaves were really, really, really bad. You know, she has very low octaves. Um, let's see. During this morning, he said she does not have more than an octave range. She does not have any ability to belt. I'm not a fan. That's what he said about Rihanna. Now, that goes to show me he don't know what the heck he's talking about either. That boy would not know an octave if it was in front of him unzipping the front of his hands. 
he would have no idea what the heck an octave is. Simple. He had to put his little two cents in. Yeah. And then, of course, you had the dumpster fire out there, and he just said, epic fail. Rihanna gave, without question, the single worst show in his halftime show in Super Bowl history. After insulting far our nation, which is already in serious decline, with her foul and insulting language and so much for her stylist. Donald need to get off them drugs, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm letting, but that, that cat there, I, I have no idea what it, that cat be thinking sometimes. You know, I, I wonder about it when he was in the White House 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning up on tweeting some crap that made no sense. But for him to say this, yeah. I, and in fact, I thought he didn't that kind of stuff. Really? But did you notice he stayed away from saying anything about the the um the black national anthem? He ain't that dumb, y'all. Um, and then my favorite my favorite female conservative person, Candace Owens. Candace. Uh, Candace said Rihanna is the first female Super Bowl performer in recent memory that has managed to keep her clothes on. Nudity doesn't shock me anymore. Self-respect does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just started laughing, especially that last part, self-respect does, because, Candace, you have, man, you have no self-respect. The stuff that come out your mouth, she doesn't. I mean, really. Most of the things Candace Owens says is so out there in left and right field. I don't think she really understands what she's saying. Now, in all fairness, as I said, I try and give everybody benefit of the doubt. And there are some very, about a 1% to 2% Candace does say something that makes a little bit of sense. But it's not that often. And here's another one. And uh, okay, all right. I'll be thinking about yeah. And some it, she may have a point about the clothes thing, but hey, she may have a point about that. But then again, Rihanna, you know, revealed that she was pregnant at the end of her set, so <laughs> that that should make her feel real stupid. And I really don't think people are watching these people perform uh, um, to worry about what they are or aren't wearing, except for the style people who just have nothing better to do and idiots like these knuckleheads that just got to find half to find something wrong with the person performing if they don't fit their, quote-unquote, um, political affiliations. And in some cases, it's just, they just dumb as hell. I said hell. That's right. I said it. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's what basically happened about the Super Bowl. And on, and there were many more comments from, you know, just the, the Twitter, the Twitter heroes. And that's what I call them. Twitter heroes, Facebook um, fanatics and what have you that just, only thing they're gonna say something when it's on on a social media site where you know they they can run and hide. But for my listeners out there, I'm saying if you're gonna put it out there, as these individuals have, make sure you have the history behind it. Okay, 
Make sure you know the history behind it. Because the insult lift every voice and sing and find out that the Star Spangled Banner didn't really become official official till 1931, 31, yeah. yeah. That makes you seem a little stupid, especially since um, this their voice and sing, what, 1919, it became the official song of the NAACP, who at that time represented all black people. Not to mention a side note here that they sang the entire lift their voice. They sang the entire song. They don't do that with the national anthem. Go and check out the third verse of the national anthem. They never sing that. And once you look at it, you'll see why. Now, let's be honest. How many of us grew up thinking that the national anthem uh, was just those little two what two verses and that was it? There wasn't there wasn't any more. There wasn't any more. But as we get older and, and read a little bit more and research a little, we find there's a whole lot more to what we once were told was told was the ultimate thing to to be proud of. Yeah. And when you come down to it, you think about it. I know some of y'all about to get mad at me for this, but okay. You know, it's one thing to stand up there and watch this flag fly and, you know, be at attention or, or your hand and da 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 you know, because they ain't playing this song. But does that song really represent you? Do you really feel that when you, you, you hear that song? I don't. And yes, I'm a veteran, and I know I don't feel that way about that song. Yeah, I said it. Never have. But I digress. So I'm not going to go into my personal issues with with it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just too much put on um, emphasis put on that that one little thing and. And this cloth that flies in the air. Okay, yeah, we know people died, uh, you know, defending it and so forth and whatever. Yeah, there's many people died defending their family. And after it makes the news cycle, they disappear. But anyway, I know y'all tired of me talking. And I told y'all she would be here. And she is here now. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Because this is my other half of the show. The one, the only, my co-host, the lady with all the brains and all the degrees. The one, the only, P. Ross in the house. What's going on, P? How you doing there today? Glad you can make it. I think they were tired yeah. of listening to me ramble. <laughs> Probably, but yeah, yeah, you had some valid points. You had some valid points, especially talking about Ben Shapiro and his so-called synopsis of the uh, halftime show with Hold on, hold on. See? See how she said that, y'all? His synopsis. See, that word never crossed my mind. So, uh, synopsis. Okay. See? My seventh grade education catching up. Getting is, I'm about to hit eighth grade now. But go ahead, P. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it right now. Anyway, his, as I said, his synopsis of the halftime show. That lady did the whole show. By herself, well, 15, 20 minutes or whatever it was. Normally, 
they have more than one person at the halftime show, but her, her dancers, the choreography, and you want to say reminiscent of Janet Jackson or, or whatever, it doesn't matter. It, all, all of that rhetoric that, that, that you talking about is only designed to stir up controversy because this black Brazilian woman said in 2019 that it was a reason why she don't do halftime shows, but now she's doing, she, she did it. So what? People are allowed to change their mind. What's your problem? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to say just because of, uh, 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 the Super Bowl was uh, so-called on the woke status, this country is going down. Well, wake up, America. Hell, you've been going down for the last 50 years. And it's not, and, and it's not the fault of any of the regular citizens, the, 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 whether it, no matter what race, culture, creed, or whatever they are, is the manipulation of the politicians and the media that cause you to rail against the most popular fad, the most popular ideology, and steer you in the way that they want you to go so you can ignore all the bills, all the ordinances, all the laws that they are passing that you serve and take away your constitutional rights. So if you want to be woke on something, be woke on that. Uh, you sound like you got lost for words. Say what? I say it sounds like you got lost for words. You just you just quiet. That, that's that's all I got to say about the Super Bowl about, about the Super Bowl performance. Hey, don't be putting me out there like that. I was checking callers. Come on now, don't do that to me. Oh my goodness, you my co-host. What's up with that? Okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, those are my those are my new issues to what's really going on. You know, those are, those are just my new issues when we look at the injustice and everything that is going on in this 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 country at this in this season and and, and this time. Hell, who cares who performs at a Super Bowl show? Nobody don't care about that. That ain't paying nobody's bills. That ain't getting the homeless veterans and all those other people off the street and getting them in a warm place to stay with food in their hot food in their stomach. It's not doing anything for those people. That is a good point. Nothing at all. Nothing and, at all. And most of the time, those performers aren't getting paid anyway. They're not getting exactly. paid for this show. So, so who really cares? <laughs> who really cares about that? When she, when, when she leaves there, she going back to her nice house and 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 and, and all of that. While while normal people struggling to make it from day to day, so who really cares? You want to watch the game to see which team which team um, won, whatever your whatever team you was rooting for, and 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 that was just it. That's that's the whole gist of it. It's entertainment. That's why they call it entertainment. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Entertainment, huh? Okay. You're right. You're right. I, I'm not. I'm not just. I'm not arguing with you at all about that. I was just wanted to make the point that you know, even though, and, and let's let's admit the Super Bowl was basically, um, I'm not gonna say uh, uh, boring, but besides the game, you know, it was it was mellow a lot mellower than it usually is. You know, it wasn't as hyped 
I guess you can say. You know, basically everybody went through, you know, singing their songs, doing their shows, whatever, and then it was off to the game. You know? And that's it. And, and like irrelevant Candace Owens said, well, nobody took their clothes off. Well, why would you bring that up? It, that doesn't that doesn't matter either. You didn't bring up the point that nobody was 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 um, displaying um, 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 scenes of the occult either. Did you bring that part up? Because <laughs> at the Academy Awards, there's always scenes of that that involve the occult, devil worship, and all of that. Um, so, really, you you just happy nobody took their clothes off. Lady, you're yeah. so irrelevant. You don't even have a platform anymore. You know, and the thing about Candace Owens is, you know, you you would think after she got fired from Turning Point USA from for, for criticizing the Jews that she would have learned just how relevant she is to these individuals. But no, and she's still out there running her mouth and you know trying to defend the other side. And this has oh my gosh, just dumb. <laughs> And I was going to say, just dumb. But, yeah, but let me, Nas ready to come in. So let's bring Nas in here real quick and um, see what he has to say. All right, Nas, my brother, you have the floor. Go for it. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I'll be quick, man. I ain't going to be as long-winded as normal, man. So, <laughs> now look, a couple years ago when they had Snoop and Eminem and all of them at the halftime show, we were watching it, and my nephew said, Man, this is for old people. And he walked out the room. And then I had to realize, oh, I'm the old folks now. And this is my age range. <laughs> and everybody's not going to like that. Like, that's that's the way uh, music always is. And just like with Rihanna, the idea that Ben Shapiro wouldn't like it, like that's not for you anyway. Who cares if you like it or not? That's like right. me watching the Country Music Awards and getting mad about the music. Man, I don't think this is good. I don't listen to that stuff, so why would why would my opinion matter on that? Now, right. There's a critique to be made about Rihanna. Like some, there's a lot of young black women who do critique her. Uh, she's become a billionaire uh, largely on the backs of young black women uh, with her subscription-based marketing of her makeup and you know clothing line and lingerie and stuff. And a lot of them felt like they got conned on that and couldn't get out of the uh, subscription and. You know, it ended up being really expensive. A lot of them were upset. Now, she's become a billionaire on top of that. So if there's a critique of her, you know, it kind of lies in that. But she's a person who has a classic album, so she's going to be able to tour and do whatever she wants, whenever she wants. So, right. yeah, I ain't listening to no Shapiro now. And then to your previous point, which I thought was, man, amazing when you talked about how they try to turn wokeism and CRT into every conversation for social media engagement and for dollars, basically, for donations. It's basically, when we're watching the right right now, it's like, you remember that story, Pavlov's dog? That's, yeah. that's basically what it is. They got a couple of key buzzwords that are basically them ringing the bell, and it doesn't matter what the topic is or what the subject is. As long as they ring that bell, those people are going to react. So something happens, oh, look. Something, oh, CRT. Yeah. And those people just immediately react to it, and they just keep playing them and playing them and playing them. Meanwhile, we got rural, rural areas, hospitals are closing all over the country because they wouldn't take the Medicaid expansion. And now you got these people who are mostly, you know, these are mostly Republican areas, and they're not going to have access to a hospital because they're going to have to drive all the way to get to the big city to go to the hospital. And for all of us on this phone who are old enough to know, if you're having a medical emergency, man, <laughs> 
that ain't really in the cards where you can drive an hour and a half to get to a real hospital. So, you know, they got real problems going on, but instead of them addressing those problems, they continue to ring that bell on them, and they keep reacting. Mouth watering. CRT, CRT. And, and as long <laughs> as they know they can play them like that, they're going to keep doing it. It's sad. And Kundis and that young boy uh, Pearson or whatever his name is, they recognized yeah. the grift, so they decided they was going to get in on it. That young boy figured it out quick. He said, oh, man, if I just say these things, these folks will oh, give me money, but well, let me keep doing it. And shout <laughs> out to the young black girl who years ago made a post on GoFundMe and said she was a Trump supporter and her family, her black family kicked her out because she supported Trump. And those people started donating to her GoFundMe, and then she was laughing at them later because she just made it up just to prove that <laughs> those people are ridiculous. So, you know, it's a grip, and people are going to continue to do it. But let me get out mm-hmm. your way. Great show as always. All right. Thank you, Oz, man, and appreciate your, your, your patronage, man. It really means a lot. All right. So yeah, it, we, hurt, uh, it hurt me not to curse, man, but I tried. All right, y'all. <laughs> Well, thank you, brother. Dad, thank you. <laughs> oh, see, but but it was a great conversation, regardless, right? See, that's what I'm saying. I, I I feel you. So sometimes I want to let some of them words out too, but I I choke them back. So, but let me bring it up. <laughs> well, thank you, Dawes, man. Appreciate it. All right, my next caller. Let's see. Your last four is four nine six nine. Oh, who do we have here? 4969. Welcome uh, to the show. Greetings to you there, Mr. Talk. St. Corey here. I'm the executive producer of the podcast, Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. And I heard Niles right there, and he was on our show, man, a couple of weeks ago, man, and it's always a pleasure to hear from him. Okay, so therefore, I'm going to crumb on Hollywood as usual. Hopefully, Pianchi is up in there, you know, because we ran him off, man. We did have Sarge on there on our last uh, podcast a couple of, about eight days ago. And so, Sarge, you know what I'm saying? Shabaka, Shabaka. I love you, brother. Yes, sir. You come on here all the time talk about them two people if they're not on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, moving it right along. Okay, but Okay, but moving it right along, though, Mr. Talk. Okay, Nas is right, man, about the the Pavlo's dog, man. I studied Psych 101, man, and then they ring the bell, man, and then they come up there because, as you know, the experiment was each time the dog heard the bell, he would salivate because he know he's getting ready to get something to eat, right? Okay. So, 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 therefore, this is the same thing, man, like what happened with all these halftime Super Bowl shows, man, and then Shirley Ralph, I believe, where well, they crumb bummed on hers because a lot of them have sat down, man, because she got up there this voice and sang. Now, here's something there for you, Mr. Talk, and then for your listeners as well, too. There was a guy. He was real popular, man. I think this dude was heavyweight champ at one time, and he had insisted on that some of his fights, instead of singing, uh, the Star Spangled Banner, you know what I'm saying, to sing, lift every voice and sing. I forgot that dude's name, man. I think he was from a place called Louisville, Kentucky, and then he had something about a draft and, and all this old type of stuff and something about the rumble in the jungle, you know, that guy right there. Oh, yeah, Layla Ali's dad. Yeah, that dude. Oh. I forgot his name. Man, I'm glad okay. you said that because I thought you was talking about Mike Tyson for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, but, but the ahead. point is, 
Yes, sir. But but what it is though, man, is that we did a podcast on the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. You know, we didn't do too well on it because everybody was watching the Super Bowl. But what the subject matter is, it would be a beautiful thing if every black player and when it comes, like, say, about 15 minutes before the kickoff at the Super Bowl, Mr. Talk, like, where they got everybody sitting in the audience and all the sponsors got their money up there for their beard and for their cars and all that. And all them black players come out there with the jerseys, the shoulder pads, the helmets, in their street clothes or their tuxedos or their suits and pile all that junk up there, man, on the 50-yard line and say, guess what, man? We ain't playing today. We don't dig why I'm just saying. We don't dig what happened to Tyree Nichols. We don't dig what happened to Eula Love and Rodney King. You know what I'm saying? I bet you that will get their attention. Yeah, that would. And actually, during um, um, the pandemic, they got the owners' attention. And that's why a lot of the owners came out and actually said, no, we will not be allowing that to happen again. So owners like Jerry Jones. You know, no, yeah, our fans will not do that. <laughs> you know, yes, they yeah, either will yeah, stand yeah. for them or they won't be playing for me. And we have to really have to remember also the business end of this thing. Those guys, I, I understand what you're saying, Chewbacca, but you have to remember those guys yeah. are under contract. You know, they, yeah, sir, <laughs> they got people over there. You know, and with yeah, that yeah, people, sir, I understand. They got families and stuff like that. So that's a decision that has to be made. You know, how, how you know, bold do you want to be? And we learn the the repercussions from Colin Kaepernick's situation. Let's really talk about that. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, but hold on. What? Go ahead. Well, hold on over there, Mr. Nas. Let's look at the, the basic law of economics right here. Okay? It's for the simple fact, and we stated on our podcast before, too, of all these popular black athletes, even at the college level, as they starting to get recognition, and they decided to form their own league. I honestly believe that the general public, man, with the talent level that we have for sports, will abandon the NFL to go see them play. Now, you know what I'm that's, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I understand. I know. Yeah. I understand exactly what you're saying. I really do. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then also, too, Mr. Talk, I got some very, very, very bad news, man. I have to announce it, man. You know what the bad news is, Mr. Talk? The What's bad the bad news, news is, man? The bad news is, man, I was doing some research, man, on my namesake, uh, Shabaka, and then this name, Pianchi, had came up, man, and the sad news is, man, is that Pianchi and Shabaka were brothers. <laughs> That's sad. Well, well That's honestly, bad. it really looks like y'all still are. You just have different points of view. Okay, well, you know, he made his point clear to me. I made right. my point clear to him. Right. But like you said, Mr. Talk, we're not going to rehash, you know, uh, history. But, however, but two things on the stereo, so, you know, is because we had Niles on our show, and he had dropped some gems, and I could tell that Niles is a very, very well-educated man. You know, actually, right. this gentleman sounds like a college professor. But Governor Ron DeSantis he needs to go take a flying leap through a rolling donor. And I'm advocating here on your podcast, on the next podcast I call up, on the next podcast that we do, that every black person down there don't spend their money on nothing in the state of Florida. 
uh, people, man, Uh-oh. who are ordering stuff online. If it's, if it's headquartered in the state of Florida, don't spend Uh-oh. your money right there. And, and I'll Uh-oh. bet you that's bigger than Santa's we're here again. It's very, very important that our children know their history. It's very, very important, man, you know, that they know the brutalization and the degradation that they put us up there on them plantation systems. Just like these people who was talking about the kids, man, who were, uh, what was that there when the dump was an office, and I mean the dump as in human excrement, okay, if you catch my drift, okay, that had the children there, you know, in the immigration centers, <clears throat> and they were going across a lot of social media where the kids are suffering, the kids are suffering, which they were. Very valid point. But, Mr. Tom, let's ask ourselves this. What about all of our children doing slavery who was up there on the auction block that was taken out of their, their mama's hands, man, and they were never to see that little baby again? You see what I'm saying? Talk about the buck-breaking farms. Talk about, you know, how they violated our little babies. You know what I'm saying? 12, 13 years old, these raping, slave-trading pedophiles, you know, will go ahead and do what they did with them. Why? Because they were property. You see what I mean? And this is where uh, I asked your boy, Pianti, man, and all we heard was cricket. I've said it on another <laughs> podcast. Uh-huh. Okay, when did we, as a people, on a collective basis, petition the United States government to be citizens here? And that's all I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing right now, Mr. Talk. You know, you were here, you could hear a pin drop in the room when you ask such a question. You see what I mean? You know, you could hear yeah. a pin drop. And I'm you know, bumming on Thomas Sewell as well, too. That is the first time I've heard that question, either. It, it, it really isn't. It really isn't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. And then I'm also crumb bumming on Dr. Thomas Sewell as well, too, over there at Stanford University. I'm also mm-hmm. crumb bumming on Dr. Condoleezza Rice over there, who owns a big part of the Denver Broncos right now. Okay. But when did we do that? You see what I'm saying? You know, when did we come on a collective basis, man? You know what I'm saying? Saying, hey, we want to be citizens of the U.S. of A. And don't get me wrong. I recognize the fact that we built the country. I recognize the fact of all the intellectual property that was stolen from slaves because when the slave uh, was the property of the master, even his very thoughts was the property of the master. You see what I'm saying? You know, like the guy that designed Washington, D.C., man. You know, the brother that came up there with the cotton gin, man. The dude with the lawnmower and stuff like that. And then not to mention the sisters, man, you know, with the hidden figures, man, that made the Gemini and Apollo spaceship programs uh, possible. And then also two guys like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, uh, let me see, who's the other fool over there, the one that owns Verizon, they want to play Space Cowboy and all that. Why don't they do humanity a favor, get into their spaceship and fly directly to the sun? Now, changing <laughs> subject. Okay, and we're not, all right. Well, yes, come on yes. now. Come on now. You, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to take up all mayor time, man. I got some other stuff I need to talk to. All right. Come on now. Oh, uh, yes, sir. And then the last one, too, and, and then you could pull up the last episode that we did, uh, Mr. Talk, on the UFOs and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? 
How do we know, man, these tech giants ain't coming up with that, putting some type of diabolical stuff in the air, going up there, you know, creating some type of stuff with the sun to kick off radiation and all that there, you know, to exterminate us like what they did with the GMOs, just like with Margaret Sanger and her Planned Parenthood and what have you, Mr. Talk. You know, didn't mean to take up all your time, man. And and I think you're following me on Blog Talk, man, and, Definitely check out our next episode, man, because we're in pre-production of it right now. All right. I shall do that soon. I have to find it on my days off, but I got you. All right. Well, thank you, sir. sir. As always, appreciate all the good information and knowledge that you share on the show. All right. Yes, sir. And then if anybody wants to crumb bum on me there, Mr. Talk, I got a few minutes, man. You know what I'm saying? I could bear a few insults, man, you know, from the brain dead. And also, too, uh, we were credited at Shabbat's Black Experience Enhanced, which is a division of frontline black news that we were credited with the creation of the hashtag Resurrection of the Mental Dead. All right. Outstanding. I like that. I'm going to have to write that down. Yes. But well, once again, thank yes, you, sir. Yes. And uh, appreciate yes, you. Sir. Appreciate you. All right. Now, yes, Pete P. Ross, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. Well, you know, Shabaka kind of stole a little bit of my thunder here, you know, when he jumped on Ron DeSantis. But, uh, yeah. What's going on? Come on. DeSantis down in Florida. Come on. What is wrong with that cat, man? You know, now he's saying that um, college um, African-Americans AP studies cannot be, um, you know, done in, in in the state. What is going on? And, you know, I read down in Duval County, um, Jacksonville, Florida, they took a book off the shelf about Robert, Robert Clemente, Roberto Clemente, a bad black Puerto Rican baseball player, famous guy. And um, mm-hmm. they took his book off, off, off the shelf because of that. And DeSantis says, well, no, the, the, the people down in Duval County are doing that on purpose to make him look bad. No, dude, you're already looking bad. And they're doing that to um, as part of the new state law. That, that they have passed in the state of Florida as far as, you know, wokeness and critical race theory and stuff like You know, I was thinking about these words that they're throwing out there, and I thought I went back to when Obama was in office. Now, Obama, think, check, it, check this out. Obama's health care plan was called the Affordable Care Act. Now, if you was to walk up to anybody on the other side and say, what do you think about the Affordable Care Act? Well, I think it's a great thing. But in order to put, in order to put negativity on it and say Obama and put Obama's name on top of oh, we don't like that. No, it, it's just not. And, and, and just the thought of those, the way they use the words, the wording to just, you know, take, take positive into negative. And it, it's amazing how easily we as people fall for it. Yeah, I mean, so simple because it's, it's done with so much ease, you know. And in the case of DeSantis, you know, everything he's saying is he got a problem with his wokeness. His wokeness. No, why are you scared of the truth coming out of people of, the, of children today really being educated about what really going on in this country? Who really helped make this country what it is? You know, all these these things about um, this person invented this, this person invented that, and when the truth is you had nothing to do with it. Now, let's be honest. Before that movie Hidden Figures came out, how many of us knew those, those black women in there were doing that kind of work? 
None of us. Know why? Because we were never taught it. Taught it. It was never introduced to us. As far as we know, the white people, the white men was going up in the ships and what have you, you know, and, and doing all this great stuff. We never thought about that because we never were introduced it, introduced to it. Oh, they making us, the, the white people feel guilty. No, that is not what it's about. Now, if you, if what they say, a, a wounded dog, a, a cry every time or some crap like that, yeah. So if you feeling guilty about something, then you're the one making the most noise. Shut up. Shut up. You know, if if you want the truth to come out, let the truth come out. Not just a version of it and, and, and by stopping the education, period. And that's what you do. You know, this almost like going back to the McCarthyism, the McCarthy age back in, in the 50s, when everybody was either a, a communist or a for somebody. Let's just burn all the books or what have you. And basically that's what you, you, the Florida governor is down there doing. Now, that's just my opinion, of course, but that's the way I feel. What do you think, Ross? Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I remember when, um, if you remember, I know you went to Inglewood for a year, but if you remember, now the year that my sister went, my sister was six years older than me, they had um, African-American history. By the time I got to Inglewood in 10th or 11th grade, they didn't have it anymore. They took it out. So this is nothing new. Um, they just have been, I would say, how could I say, dressing it up, dressing up the attacks as, as okay. He said with the African, uh, 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 with the AP course, he, he said that the curriculum was substandard and that it really was not. Um, an AP course material, and he was looking to utilize somebody else besides the college board for the AP courses in Florida. They don't want to use the college board um, who did that curriculum. They don't want to use that uh, anymore, okay? Um, so I'm like, yeah, no, that's just an for you to um, – get rid of the AP courses. And you talking about this woke stuff, well, let me ask you all a question. It, it wouldn't, you wouldn't feel so bad and things wouldn't be so so-called woke if racism wasn't so prominent still in these United States, especially in the South. It never went anywhere. White people still teach their kids and, and and indoctrinate their kids in 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 the knowledge of who the KKK was and all these good old boy organizations. But when African Americans or Black people try to edu- educate their kids on 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 their history, you know it's an issue. But it's okay if white supremacists are in office. It's okay. If white supremacy is 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 taught in the school undercover, uh, called American history, it's okay to perpetuate those lies that no people of color um, developed or helped this country to be where it is today. Like you say, like those women and all those scientists, you know who who came up with stuff 
And they only want to talk about George Washington Carver, Martin Luther King. They want to talk about Harriet Tubman. But no, they don't want to talk about inventions that were stolen because black people were not allowed to 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 have a copyright. They weren't uh. allowed to have a they weren't allowed to have a patent. So those patents went in to whatever white person they was working for. Right. From GE from GE on down. A lot of people don't know this. Hmm. They don't know it. Tell them again. Tell them again. Let's See? let's make them let's help them know it. Because, Come on. Because all of, all of that stuff is hidden. But America is in trouble. Because all of these great organizations and these great companies that, you know, African-American people and black people had a part in, in, in creating and didn't get any credit for, all these so-called American-owned companies now are owned by China. Let me say that again. They are owned by China. Now, they got their headquarters here, but they no longer own them. They don't own them anymore. But they want to put on the facade like everything is is good. Anybody buy 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 Smithfield ham, Smithfield pork product, they're owned by China. Your GE appliances, they're owned by China. Mhm. You didn't mm-hmm. know that, did you? AMC yeah. theater, they're owned by China. See, so it doesn't matter that 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 the headquarters is still here. See, you 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 steal from people, and you take from people, and now those very things that you that 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 you have acquired, you can't even keep. Hmm. And let's talk about China. We know years and years and years ago, every um, in the seventies, it started in the seventies. The outsourcing of American workers and and industrial workers, manufacturers were running over to China because they said they can get cheap labor. Nike, all right. of that, even even Motorola, mm-hmm. you know, is 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 owned by China. Y'all think y'all little Lenovo lap, laptops and all of that stuff is an American company. No, it is not. It's not. Do your research. Do your research. So you'll see that every, every, everything that I'm telling you is is it, it, it's true. It's true. So they took all of these things from from these uh, 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 um, indigenous people and now they don't they and now they couldn't even hold on to them they couldn't even hold on to them but they want to make it seem as if they're still in charge they sent all this stuff over to china to these these third world countries who who were supposed to be so less than us and provided cheap labor. But see, what China did, why they was making the clothes and making the electronics 
and the appliances and all of the and all of these items, they took stock of that and they learned how we do. Hmm. Now they have the biggest manufacturing companies in the world. The world. Yep. You're right. And see, another thing is Chinese got government-owned uh, um, terminals in the port of Los Angeles and uh, on the West Coast and at both ends of the Panama Canal. The Panama yep. Canal. You, know, you, you understand what I'm saying? How many people know that? How many people actually know that? And you worried about China? Look, are you worried about China? All them iPhones and stuff you play with on a daily basis? Really? Really? Okay, go ahead, P. I'm sorry. I just had to get that in. Go ahead. No, you you right. You you right. You right. And see, the other thing is this right here. They wanna put embargoes and, and, and all of this stuff on on China, but dummies, you got a great percentage of 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 materials and everything coming in from China. You import this stuff from China. They make it for you. You import. So how are you going to put an embargo on them? People haven't noticed how empty the grocery shelves and the store shelves are lately. It wasn't because of the pandemic. It's because every doggone thing, most of the stuff that we sell in our stores is made in China. And if China don't want to ship it to us, guess what? You're not going to get it. And the stores are going to be even more empty. The shelves are going to be even more empty. You're going to wait right. a longer time to to, to 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 get that little special item that you normally used to buy. And why? Why? They, they just don't want to ship it. Biden talking trash about the little balloon that was shot down, China mad about it. Okay, your shelves are going to be more empty. Look, let, let's be honest. Let's talk about that balloon. Well, what the, the stuff they're shooting down right now. That's not the first time one of them balloons have been under over this country. Now, for those social media, no, for those social media nuts that's always out there, there were plenty of, of, of so-called accusations of there are two moons, there are two moons, way before this one balloon was recognized and made a big deal of. I remember seeing it, uh, you know, months and months ago. And going to find out. Apparently it would it happened over um it happened when when Trump was president as well. His people didn't I, I do find it hard to believe with all this oh Lord, what was that? With all with all this um with, with all this, this this technology we satellites and radars we have, you mean tell me <laughs> there's a balloon floating over the country and normal people can see it, but the United States government can't see it, didn't know what was going on. Come on, y'all. How, how don't, well, I'm not even going to ask that question because we do realize that the American people are kind of slow when it comes to certain things, depends on who telling them what the, what the deal is. But my, my, if, it if it don't come from Fox News, the right don't believe it. They do not believe it. But this is the thing. Trump knew that balloon was up in the air. They said it was up in the air for three years. It had been over here for three whole years. He didn't do anything about it. Why? Because he was having a bromance with Zizan P. <laughs> well, no, but but I have to say, reports are saying that the the balloon actually was blown off course. It really wasn't meant to come over the United States. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, 
Yeah, it was meant to go toward Asia somewhere, and I forgot what the country it said, but yeah. And some some kind of way, I guess one of these crazy wind storms or whatever caught it and sent it over the United mm-hmm. States. But the funny part is, it went from the West Coast all the way across to the East Coast. And nobody uh-huh. really knew anything about it, which leads me to, to think that, hey, wait a minute. They knew it was there. They knew exactly what was going on. It they was knew like, exactly what yeah. was going on. You know, I was watching a, um, one of my favorite shows, Jag, okay? And <laughs> this is what came to my mind. I said, you know, because what happened was this guy stole this plane, and the government, you know, had some top secret stuff in it. And this was pilot harm. He was trying to get to the plane so he can destroy the plane. So the, the China couldn't get it or what have you, or North Korea, whichever one of those communist countries couldn't get it and learn. And he, he pretty much was succeeding in, in, in doing it. And at the last minute, he was told, no, we want them to take it. We want them to take it. Well, why? Well, because we put a virus on there that would just, you know, Something like um, what, what was that um, spots next or whatever? But that's whole something different y'all don't know about. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, but but and I thought about that. I say now th- this thing been on here that long, telling me that it's just been here and nobody's done anything. No, that's just fishy in itself. What happened was too many people started questioning it. Why starting questioning? Why was it over here? Why haven't we done anything? And because exactly. of the outcry, and let's remember, twenty twenty four is right around the corner. Now they're coming. You know, it's mm-hmm. getting really political. Um, okay, this could be used against us later. So let's just shoot it down now. You know, let's just shoot it down, and we'll say, well. Yeah, he, I gave the order, and we waited, you know, because you have to be politically correct here. We waited to get over non-populated area, and we shot it down. We shot it down. Then we're going to go say we're going to recover it, and we're going to find out what it is. You already know what it is. That's why you wasn't worried about it. Mm-hmm. You know, but once, again, once the media and the public outcry got involved, especially the talking heads from the top, the political parties, Oh, yeah, we got to do something now. Okay, let's make up this great story. That's why I'm like, okay, whatever. And them shooting down these other little three planes, the things, whatever, somebody just lost some equipment. Because I really don't think they had anything to do with it. <laughs> I really don't. I think somebody just, somebody just lost some equipment. Mm-hmm. You know? And in actuality, it the fighter and the drone pilot some real actual target practice over the United States. So <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but yeah. So that that's the way I feel about the, these objects being shot down all of a sudden. And here's another interesting point. Where was the Space Force? Ain't the Space Force with people that, Oh, I forgot. It wasn't in space, though, so I guess they really don't count if it's within the atmosphere of the United States. But hey, yeah. it's been practice for the Space Force, too. So the Space Force didn't shoot it down, though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right, let's see. You got any more um, P before I bring P Yankee in? No, you can bring him in. All right, here we go. The one, the only, Mr. P Yankee, Mr. Conservative himself. Go, P Yankee, go. Ron DeSantis is a great governor. 
you hey, know, you this issue about, Mm-mm. well, yeah, the people, the people of Florida voted for it. You know, I've been yeah, surprised if you would have said anything else. I anything different. I would have been surprised. He's, I a really He's a great governor, just like the one in Missouri. The people voted for I can't vote in Florida. I don't live there. I had to tell Sheila Jackson Lee in Texas that she wanted to take bills that's going to apply to the whole country rather than concentrating on her own district that voted for her. You know, this thing about these classes is the difference between African-American studies and African-American history. African-American history Black history is really American history. And some of the people that hey, hold, hold, celebrate... Hold that, thought, hold that thought, hold that thought. If that was the case, they wouldn't fight so hard against it. Now, no, see, I know you're going to say that. The, the right, the Republican Party, the, the ultra-conservative... No, yes, it is. You that should, is that's not, well, well, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. You in your school district, and I know it is in Missouri, it's in Louisiana, it's in, in Missouri, whatever you want as a curriculum, textbook, instructional material can be whatever the local district wanted to be. Ain't no days preventing that. But I tell okay. you what, if that's the case, Howard University, which has a I guess you could say it's a charter theater school for kids coming into the university because where they're coming from now, they are not proficient enough to carry college studies. So they had a school that was preparing kids, and they fired a bunch of teachers because they was teaching outside of the curriculum, which included African-American history. That's a black university. So nobody say anything to them. You know why they done it? Because it was not in line with what they wanted to have taught. You got another school in Chicago, Harvest Sizemore, African-centered school. These kids, here's the thing, man. These kids ain't learning. Look at Baltimore, 23 schools, no student in 23 high schools that's doing math proficient. And anybody that talk about some of these subjects matters that they have in this critical race theory and talking about this, talking about that, they can be challenged because it's biased in many cases at a time. So no, And you know another thing too, Eric, your classes today are diverse. In St. Louis, you got kids from Bosnia, Serbia, Somali, Ethiopia, America. So mm-hmm. you got to make a range for all of them also. Now, I don't care what they have. If the parents don't want it, that's the parents' business. Promoted mm-hmm. in St. Louis, parents mm-hmm. went into the library. It's a black school. Parents went into the library and went through every book in there and threw out a whole bunch of them. Mm. Why? Why did they do that? Because they didn't want their kids to be exposed to what was in the books. Ah. These were black parents. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And where was this at again? Because you know I'm going to check. Pomoja, Pomoja, Bertha, Gilkey. I helped to help get that school started. But that was some years ago, and now the school was doing very well. But as usual, they tear those things down. Another point, 
Anyone uh-huh. that don't want to be a, a United States citizen, there's a way by which you can go about to renounce your citizenship. Now, unfortunately, you can't renounce any underage children's citizenship. They have to do that when they become of age. But uh, you don't want to be a citizen of the United States? Look at Tina Turner. She's not alone a citizen of the United States. And others, they left. It's a simple <laughs> way. Oh, just that simple. And you know, so, by the way, she had a stroke. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I know that. In other words, so if you have a problem with, you know, going on politically here, you don't have to fight for it. You know, they just get up and say, I ain't going to be a part of this country no more. I'm leaving. And that's it. And that way, well, everybody... Yeah, people do it all the time. But let's let's just put this in perspective. You know, especially move people move to California. The people are moving from California, they're moving from New York because they're they're moving to Florida. Because it's more conducive. There's no income tax, there's no corporate tax. I was about to say they move because it's it's cheaper. Well absolutely. You wouldn't Oh, that makes sense, don't it? That makes sense, yeah. If they can afford to Absolutely. move. And as far as Chinese, the only thing, you got Chinese Americans. Maybe they're buying things for their cousins and, and that at home. I don't know what's going on with that. You, you know, but I tell you one thing, yeah. the nation has a right to impose tariffs <coughs> on a duplicate goods that's being made abroad that's being imported into the country. That's the way you protect local manufacturing and local business. Blacks talk about, and I just have to say this, that we need to have our own. Where's that at? Where's what at? (laughs) The the, the manufacturing stuff in this country. Where's that at? You have manufactured Granite City Steel across the river from St. Louis. They're still manufactured. You got the about three or four, you got uh, three aluminum plants that came into existence under Donald Trump. Uh, they're manufacturing aluminum, oh, which is used for you go. which yeah. is being used for by boat and aircraft. They manufacture still. You yeah, got okay. uh, you got a lot of manufacturing going on in this I country. I tell you what, I tell you what, send me an email on those those companies so I can go and, and check. I can't do it right now during the show. You send me an email. Well, I, have, I have I have sent them to you in the past. Well, it wasn't that far in the past, but when, I guess in uh, well, I have since about eighty of them that I was able to track down. I'll send yeah. them to you again. Because yeah. yeah, I want to. I want. I'm gonna see exactly. Let me, say, how let me say something else too. <clears throat> people talk about what people invent. Well, you know, people say that blacks weren't allowed to go to school. And you talk about those ladies that participated with the calculations of NASA. I knew about that. So you have to get on your school district. Parents need to make sure that their school district is teaching what's going to be formable for their children. But this thing about blacks are not able to go to school. How many black scientists and engineers participated on the Manhattan Project? Do you know? Wait a minute. Now, do hold you up. know what that project was? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, <laughs> you know, not that they couldn't go to school, but look what they had to do to go to school. And then once they got into school and did make the had accomplishments, they were hidden. They weren't told. We weren't. They were told. They weren't taught about their accomplishments. A lot of their accomplishments were stolen until they came out later. 
would have been stolen. Well, let's get so, back to the scientists. So, Do you know so, how so, many so black let's, scientists? Let's talk about, let's talk about, yeah, the black scientists that nobody how many really participated about. on the Manhattan Project. I have no idea. All right, I'm going to tell you. Because I, I was never taught about the Manhattan Project. Well, the information is there. I don't know why your schools didn't oh, do it, but at least it was at least yeah. 20. I, I, you know what? You're right, though. I better get it before I, it'd be taken away because of wokeness. Maybe you were arguing why they were teaching the class. Yeah. Those, I, I, things, I, I, those things were not taught. When, when we now, were let me in, tell you. I can, definitely, I can definitely say that those things were not taught. The only way well, we was, learned about African-American history or things like that that was done within our own communities, in our local churches, Sunday school, things like that. But as far as a formal education in the in the in the public school, no, that was not. Did you say Sunday school? Did you say as I stated earlier, when my sister went to school, who graduated six years before me, they had African American um, studies, but she was in, she was there. Right after the segregation happened. What, what city did you go to school time, in? By the time, by the time we got there, in the the end of the 70s, 78, 79, 79, 80, 81, yeah, 79, 80, 81, those courses were no longer available. What to city us. did they you go to school time. in? What city did you go to school in? In Jacksonville, Florida. I went to Inglewood Senior High in Florida. Well, in Eatonville, they they praised the schools in Eatonville, okay. in Florida. Well, that's that's, that's right. Eatonville again, again. Okay, so now now we discern that. No, not taught. <laughs> just like just like now, in here. You know why come they wasn't taught, ma'am? You know why they wasn't taught? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let me finish. Just like now, here. DeSantis is saying that he doesn't want any wokeness taught, in other words, any African-American studies that doesn't agree with him. The curriculum for the AP course, a black commissioner, Bill Proctor, who said that he was a teacher at FAMU, he was a professor at FAMU, and that he looked at the curriculum and he said that it was trash. I haven't seen the curriculum. I haven't been able to get a copy of it. He said that it was trash. And that, and that it said, he his exact words, is trash, and it lacks educational value. Now, that's what he Well, here's said. the thing. Here's the thing. If a child want to take AP, that's elective. That's additional of the regular exactly. school curriculum. Exactly. To get ahead on their college. My grandson my here, grandson here. took AP classes. You know where he took them at? He took them at St. Louis University. Not in his high it school. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. The AP courses yeah. are taken at the local colleges here. It does but matter. It, will, it, it mattered for listen, us, listen, ladies. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, what? what I'm trying to say. It was part of the school curriculum here in well, that's Florida. What y'all they done? We it didn't do this in Missouri. It is. Y'all got it some... is Can I finish? Can I finish? It is an elective here. Are, therefore, it, it no matter what, if they want to take African American studies and it's through the same college board, 
which is who the AP electors are through here in Florida. It's called College Board because all of the other AP courses are through that. Didn't have a problem with that, but it's just this one course when it came up that they offered to the children. Everything else was fine, but this one he railed against and said, no, we're not doing it. That's a problem. Well, in, in, in Missouri, if you want to take those courses up, you go. My grandson took up elective courses, not no African-American history, when he, he went to St. Louis University while he was in high school. I don't know what's going on in Florida. That's up to the people in Florida. I don't live in Florida. Getting back to those scientists, it was about 20 of them, 22 scientists that participated on the Manhattan Project. They were nuclear physicists, chemists chemical engineers, so on, so on, so on. Now, here's the thing. That project went on in the early 40s. So those people had to go to school back in the teens in order to get those degrees. So when people say that blacks were not allowed to go to college and that, well, that right there just disproved that. How did they get those degrees? Lord Quarterman has correspondence between him and Einstein well, Einstein is agreeing with some of his theories. I mean, that's just the way it was. Hey, we did not say that they didn't get the education or they didn't get to go. We said that they didn't get to hold the patent. That's what they didn't get to do. You know, they you know did what? not get to hold the patent, and that's a difference. You know, before I even met Eric and, and you, I knew about these things. Before I knew, so it's not what I heard you say, it's what I have heard others try to put as a narrative, that blacks were not able to read, were allowed to read and write and go to school. Now, in some cases, may not. But Rosenthal, Rosenthal built 5,000 schools across the South. First of all, first of all, we did not say everybody, because there were some instances where African Americans were allowed to go to college and were allowed. A whole lot to, of was allowed to, to go to college. To, to, to be educated. And we're not saying mm-hmm. that that did not happen. We're not, I, neither, I don't well, think I'm not said, saying you I, said I, that. I, oh, I didn't okay. say that. I didn't oh, okay. say that. I said right. I heard this before I even met Eric. Let me tell you something I'm going to say. Okay, L- listen to this. White, no, wait a minute. Stop. stop it. Stop it. Stop the Yankee. Enough. Enough already. <laughs> I ain't enough. I'm sorry, Peggy. I muted you. Yeah, I muted you. Cause enough already. Cause there ain't no need of going back and forth with this. Okay, we are. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something else more controversial, such as the beating um, Ty. What is it, Tyree Nichols? Tyree Nichols took at the hands of those that special um, police force in in what was it, Baltimore? Where was that at, P? Memphis? It was Memphis? I think it was Memphis. Yeah, it was Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, yeah Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, because we're going to move on. Um, I'll bring you back in, Pianki, but we ain't talking about that anymore, okay? Um, 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 <laughs> that what happened to that young man was just, I, I don't even know what to say. That was a beat guy. He, I would say that was even worse than what Rodney, Rodney um, 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 King got. I really feel that was horrible. Did you see that? Did no you reason. see him with me now? But no, I, I well, saw it. I saw it know. for no reason. But 
the boy was already, and then this this one dude said, I'm going to take out my club. I'm going to take out my club. And you had steady hitting this man. You steady hitting this child. All of y'all, for no, for no reason, because he ran. He had already stopped. Y'all already had him. What was the purpose? Except y'all was mad because y'all didn't feel like running that night? Come on now. <laughs> well... Well, there are other reports coming out saying it was a little bit more involved than that. Number one, you know, they say he was reckless driving, but nobody has produced any video or anything like that showing that he was driving recklessly. Um, there are reports that, you know, but one yes, of the... They didn't, they, didn't even call, they didn't even call for no help for the boy until 30 minutes late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there are reports that... um. It, this had a lot to do with a, a female. <laughs> yeah, that that <laughs> it had a lot to do with a female. You know that one of the officers, I guess, was seen at one time, and the dude was seeing her, and yeah. And now, you know, I, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, okay, I can actually see that happening. Let me catch that joke out there somewhere. I'm part of the special force too. Oh yeah, we gonna. Mm-hmm. And then he got his boys with him too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we finna get his butt. We finna whip his butt. Yeah. Yeah, we finna whip it. But then, and then there was a picture. He took a picture of him, which was really odd. Yeah, take a picture. All right. And we're going to take a picture. We're going to send it to how you like this punk now. And I, I can see this going on as they beating him. But that guy got beat down. I mean, it kicked and. And why didn't they call the ambulance ambulance before after before thirty minutes? And then the ambulance, they, they apparently they didn't do enough because they fired them as well. So I wonder yep. how this trial. You know, and, and the interesting thing is you can't say, well, you know, those white cops are no, because those weren't white police when they did those it. Were, those were all. Those were all black cops. Oh and yeah, they, yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna say it again, as I always say, even when even even when it was the um the the, the black cops on, on on you know George Floyd and and those other black men that died at the hands of law enforcement, mm. it is the culture of the police force because they think that they can do any some of them, not all of them, they think that they can do whatever they want to do. And there won't be any re- re- repercussions for it because if you can't get a job in this state, oh well, we're gonna move to another state and 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 we'll join that law enforcement agency or we'll go work for a security agency. You know, right. yeah. We'll just and 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 when it goes to court, we'll just pay the family off and that'll be the end of it because they don't really value human life. They thrive on power, having power over people. And that and, 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 and that's the thing. This is why they don't value life, because when they put the little uniform on and they put the little badge on and they get the little gun, you know, all of a sudden they got this God complex that they think they can do whatever they want to to whomever they want to, regardless of what the law says. And the sad mm-hmm. part about it is most times when, when, when it gets back to the captain or those in, in authority and that does the internal investigations and all of that, Mm-hmm. They always upheld, even when they're even when they're suspended, right? Even 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 when they're charged. What is five years to a life? Come on now. 
That is ridiculous. <laughs> that very sad. And if you look at all those all those police officers that supposedly kill folks, you know, say allegedly, um, as the case and, says, and somebody in the chat room put what? not black cops, rather police thugs. They can't argue with that. Yeah. Well, no matches right there. Yeah. Can't argue with because that's exactly what they are. But if a common man, a common person on the street would do the same thing that they did, oh, it's gang violence. Mm-hmm. This is gang violence. <laughs> All the people beat up this one person, you know, and, and, and then it's, oh, you need to do something about these guys. You need to do this. You need that. But when it's cops, huh. when it's cops, you know, well, he shouldn't have resisted arrest. He shouldn't have ran. He shouldn't have. No, 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 no. No, no, no. That ain't got, that's, that's one little Young man to all y'all big thug, as they say, grown men with guns, batons, and all of this. He is one person. It's the, it's the same thing. It's the same outcome. Y'all kill that man for no reason. Now, I, okay. See, so you hear no something, because I'm one of those people that, that you know me, I, I look at the whole situation and say, well, if he would just sit there, yeah, he would probably been alive or okay today. But that cat there, no, he didn't have a choice. See, he he was gonna get a beating regardless. <laughs> he was gonna get a beating regardless. You can't say if he would have just sat there because he was sitting up against the car at one point in time, and well, then standing over there talking. Well, well, that's what I'm saying, P. That's what I'm saying. In that situation right there, yeah, he was gonna get a beat down. He was gonna get a beat down regardless. They, that guy was out to get him. This was, a, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be telling it like, you know, we talking to one of the boys. Right? This was over some booty, okay? That's what his beatdown was over, over some booty, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and his, his partners just got caught up in it. Now, all of them about to pay the price. But the bottom line is that beatdown was over some booty. It wasn't over about him driving recklessly or nothing like that. It was over some booty. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Now, and as I say, I, a lot of times I'm the first one to say, yeah, like um, the Scott case in South Carolina where Scott got out the car running, knowing he got a bad leg, he can't run, got a bad leg, got him. He running and, uh, and, and limping, and then you got the fat cop trying to chase him who happens to be white. What did you think he was going to do? Shoot you. He tired from running. You can't run as I so you getting tired. And all, what was this over? A broken tail light. That was it. Right. Right. See, and that's the that's the when I say, yeah. Why are you running? Why are you running? It's a broken tail light. Take the ticket and go on about your business. You know, if you got warrants, dang, you just don't got caught. But to take a chance to to, to, to uh, take a chance on losing your life. I, I just the, that logic doesn't sit with me. It, it really doesn't. Now in this case though, in this case here, yeah, he was gonna take a beating because it had nothing to do with breaking the law. It had to uh, it had to do something with taking that man's girl. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying you know, but but a lot of times they don't think that they're gonna lose their life. They thinking that they about to get away. Tyree Nichols thinking that he was about to make it home to his mama. He didn't make it. Yeah. So that's exactly what he was yelling, mama, mama, mama. He's around the corner from his house. But did you notice 
Did you notice one thing? How how many times they replayed that over and over and over? Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Over and over. Well, they say, well, it may be a little graphic. Yeah, uh, it looking like really. It was, <laughs> really. It was, it was it was more than graphic. It was nonsensical. Yeah. It 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 it, it really was. It was nonsensical because um because it 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 didn't it, it that didn't to be. Huh? That yeah, I agree. That, it didn't yeah. That didn't have to be. Right. Right. I agree. Okay. Well, we going as always we're going to keep following in and see what happens. Y'all know I'll bring it to you. We still don't have anything on else on the six-year-old boy that shot the teacher or the 10-year-old child that um was charged with sexual assault for quote unquote touching the teacher breast while he was trying to give her a hug. So we you know, we waiting on all that to play through so we'll keep on we'll keep your breast on that. But time we were on the air, SARS made a, a, a statement that the president said he would nuke he, he would nuke the citizens of the United States, you know, during a speech. Now, I had to go and find this speech, because like I told SARS, I can't comment on it if I haven't heard it, heard it myself. And I've been through quite a few speeches that he made with the same um, statement in it. And before I give my take on it, I'm going to let y'all hear what he had to say. And it's only like 47 seconds long, so it ain't going to be that long, y'all. All All right, so here it is. Joe Biden talking about um, weapons. Enough rogue gun dealers feel like they they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been. If you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit, the type of weapon that can be owned. And who can own it? All right. We're going to do this one more time. Some people said it was small, so let me play it one more time so you can Enough hear it. rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. All right. So that, that's basically the, the little snippet of the speech that uh, Sarge was uh, referring to. He said that uh, the president was talking about nu- nuking citizens and stuff like that. And if you heard what I heard, that's not what the man said. The man was that saying, is not what he said. Right. <laughs> that's not that's, what he said. That's not what he said. 
and as Not I said, before, yeah, as I said before, I went and and listened to um, quite a few of the speeches with the, with that little thing in it, and that nowhere did he say that. Nowhere. And that's the only speech right there where he actually mentioned nuclear weapons. You know, and basically exactly. saying, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, as they say, that was debunked. Yeah, that was debunked. But then again, it goes, you know, it, and everything we talked about earlier today goes back to, um, I mean, talk, to, talk about goes back to what we said earlier, where just depends on what side of the the, the, the aisle the thought you on, <laughs> you, know, exactly. you know. Yeah, how how you you gonna comprehend something? That that is just crazy right there. You know, I understood what he said when I heard the first one. You know, the Barker said Joe Biden is see now. He does not know what the hell he's talking about. The second man is not to be infringed. See, that's not what that man is saying. That's not what he's saying. You know, in one speech, you said you don't see the deer out there wearing Kevlar, do you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, hey, what do, you know, what, what you need all that for? What do you need all that for? You know, for those that say, well, I need it for hunting. Well, that, that you know, dispels that. And you have the other, you know, well, I'm protecting my family. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, y'all. You need all that to protect your family? Okay. Yep. It's all good, though. It's all good. And I just wanted to bring that out. We got about nine minutes left, and as we always do, we let everybody get their last words in. All right, gentlemen, let's, I'm going to tell you all right now, no long-winded speeches, okay? Keep it short, keep it clean, and let's keep it moving. Because me and Pete got our stuff we got to say. All right, so we're going to start. Uh, last in, first out. Pianchi, go. Look, it's not what he didn't say, it's what he did say. What he said is what the Second Amendment, when it was created, did limit it. It didn't limit nothing, dumb Biden. Show me where it limits anything. And here's the point. The federal government wants to pass these laws, but the states do not have to abide by them. And the Supreme Court's courts period do not make laws. If the states don't want to butt by it like they did with the 55-mile-an-hour speed limit, they tell them to go to heck. Federal government said well, we would hold your federal revenue sharing. You know what the states that said to go to heck said? If we don't give you the money, you cannot withhold it from us. All I got to say, and that time is coming. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping it so short. All right. Next up. And we see you next time, next week. All right. Uh, let's see. Shabaka, talk to me. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Joe Biden is an idiot. He's seen out. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The Manhattan Project, which was the atomic bomb, man, it was developed and put the final touches on it. The Livermore National Laboratory, which is about 45 miles uh, east of San Francisco Bay, that's where it was shipped out about. They went and dropped it on Japan. But how come they, when they dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, why didn't they drop it on Berlin and Munich? Okay. 
second of all, as well, too, I heard Pianchi out there with his diatribe. He's an idiot. You know what I'm saying? So I think he did right, Mr. Talk, by not having me on there when that fool was on there. He's a miseducated Negro, and actually I feel sorry for the brother. Check us out on Shabbat's Black Experience at Hand uh, coming up uh, Tuesday night. We might do a special edition, and check us out there on Blog Talk. You can follow us at Shabbat's Black Experience at Hand on our like page, and you can follow us on the Tweety Bird at Shabaka, capital E-X-P. And that's it for me. All right. Thank you, brother, and I appreciate you. And I'll see you next week as well on the next show. All right, P. Yes, give me some. Well, and all of the topics that we 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 we, we talked about today is 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 it's more than just a race thing. It's a human thing. You know, as long as people devalue people, these are the things that are happening. You know, and and let's just be honest. The propaganda in the United States is one of division, of white supremacy, and even before uh, Trump made office, it was already white supremacy going on within corporations all over America. Nobody just wanted to admit that, and and, and and it never went away. White supremacy would not exist if those people would not still educate their children on how to be racist. African-American people, oh, we just all need to get along. Forget that. You better fight to live just like they, 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 they teaching their kids to fight to live. They're teaching their kids to kill you, to disrespect you, to destroy you. We can't always buy down, kowtow, just because, oh, well, this is, you know, we need to live in peace. No. No, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with the, with, the, with the Black Panthers. We need to take up arms just like they do and protect what we own. Protect our families just like they want to protect theirs from an imagined threat. Every black person isn't a thief. Every black person isn't a gang member. Every black person, every black man isn't a threat to your white woman. Every black man don't want her. Mm. Hell, see, so this is the propaganda that is that 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 is so prominent. Even though it may be, some people say it may be underlying. Regardless, whether it is underlying, overlying, the propaganda is still there. Those ideologies are still being taught to these young minds. They talk about the Muslims and how they teach their kids about jihad and how they try, they tell them to, to, to kill the infidel. Anybody that's not Muslim is an infidel. Kill the infidel. What do you think you're doing? How can you say that they're any worse than what you're doing right here in these so-called United States? Come on now. At least they out outright and up front with theirs. What makes you worse is you try to justify your foolishness. You try to justify your racism. Look at the prison and the percentage of, of people of color in them. Look at the just us system. When when you look at the inequity of those charged, those people of color charged with the same crime as their Caucasian counterparts. And look at 
are being dealt out. And you mean to tell me that's equality? No. <laughs> no. And 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 the fans want to sit and say, "Oh no, we don't want to. We don't want to teach African American history because we don't want white people to feel bad." You feel bad because you're guilty. You feel bad because you know that everything that is taught in those books, everything that is said, is true. That's the problem. That's why you feel bad. You want to stop feeling bad? Change. Stop lying. Stop covering up. Be fair for real. Stop making unjust laws under the table while you're pointing in one direction for the whole country to look at, and then you 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 make a law that is usurping everybody's constitutional rights. Stop it if you don't want to feel bad. But the truth of the matter is you don't feel bad. You don't feel guilty. You just don't want nobody to know what you're really doing. That's all I got to say. All right. Thank you, ma'am. As always, my co-host putting it down and putting it out. <laughs> thank you much. Thank you much. We appreciate you. All right. Uh, see, it's my turn, right? Okay, I'm going to make mine real short. Hey, you know when all these politicians are running, especially for sinning or whatever, and, you know, there's another key phrase that all of them use, even Joe Biden using in his speeches now. Um, we want to make this country better. We want to make this country better. And the thing about that is it doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat or Libertarian or Flashlightning or whatever they call themselves these days. They would say they want to make the country better. But they're so busy arguing about, uh, uh, the, 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 about arguing about how to do it, they don't realize that they are already at common ground with the thought of it needs to be better it needs to be better but the question is we're not going to stop arguing and just listen and say huh let's let's work on this thing here since that's what all of us want until, until somebody sit down and realize that point yeah we're going to be having these conversations the whole time the officers down in memphis Hey, they they deserve everything they get. You beat up a man like that over some booty, really, really. I, I, I have a lot more to say about it, but I'm not going to. So we're gonna leave it right there. Thank y'all for listening, man. And it's been fun. We see y'all next week, next Thursday, three o'clock central. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. All right, so have a good one. We see you next week. We out of here. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all I'm only human after all Don't put your blame on me Don't put your blame on me Take a look in the mirror What do you see? Do you see it clearer or are you deceived? 
Instagram. 